Cheetah, cheetah, ada, ada, cheetah, cheetah, ada, 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 Thank God it's first. Thank God it's first. Thank God it's first. And a happy new year. Alright, so we're very excited. It's first Friday. Happy New Year. The first TGIFF podcast recorded uh, in this decade. In this decade, in 2020. 2020. Right. My gosh, it's my fifth. No, it's my fourth decade. It's your fifth decade, Baruch. Oh my goodness, 80s baby. 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, now 2020s. <laughs> fifth decade. Ooh, man. Only my fourth. I'm younger. And it's going to be the best one yet, I yes. think. God has a lot of... It's always the best one. Good stuff ready for us. And That's right. And so speaking of New Year's Eve... We saw some amazing fireworks last night. It was, it was pretty cool. It was my first time. Was it your first time in Rome seeing the fireworks? My first time, yeah, staying up till midnight here in Rome. But we did a bonfire. And I, okay. from where we did the bonfire, which was a little bit lower, and like we have a big property, hills and everything. Yeah. And so it was a little farther down uh, on our soccer field. Uh-huh. But it was a blast. We brought a guitar. We were singing. Yeah. Um, we sang some Spanish songs, English songs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about doing a German one, but it never actually happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need some more German. There were some Germans. There were some Germans there, and uh, uh-huh. so from there, the fireworks you could see them, but it was yeah. like above, just above the tree line. Yeah, because you have a lot of trees above you, and you're down at the bottom of the hill. Yeah, kind of. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I had a different view. I was at the very top of the seminary building on the roof, and it was spectacular. We uh, we stayed up late. We were playing. We were just playing a board game, waiting for. Uh, Waiting for the New Year's to, to come around. The ball to drop. Exactly. And and you could see on the... We're at, we have a great view, right? We're at the, we have a, on the roof of the seminary. You can see all around the... Almost a 360. And... On a clear day, you can see St. Peter's, right? Yeah, yeah. From the professor's building. If you have eyes like, like a, a hawk. Or an eagle. Or a falcon. falcon. So, we, <laughs> uh, so we saw what was neat. The, I, in the U.S., I'm used to these big fireworks shows, right? Oh, yeah. Like, like you go to one place. Do you remember 4th of July? In D.C. We brought the, the summer missionaries. That, was, the really, that missionaries. was really cool. That was a lot of fun. And the ashes are like falling exactly. on you. Exactly. The... <laughs> exactly. That was, yeah, because they would explode and it would just gather. It was 25, 30 minutes straight, pure In the finale. In the finale, yeah. it was almost kind of hard to see <laughs> because of all the smoke. Exactly. <laughs> so much fireworks. But yeah, in the U.S., we're used to all these big these big shows and everybody gathers in one spot. But here in Italy, at least at least here in Rome, everybody just kind of does his own thing. So there's maybe there's like maybe one or two places where they do it big, but but we saw we saw all around all around us these different homes, apartments. People were the just, ring of fire. Exactly, it was so cool. I've never seen anything like it. And it was, that was despite despite the... <laughs> despite the mayor of Rome decreeing recently that between midnight on January first, so last night, and January sixth. Fireworks are illegal. So <laughs> here in Italy, when they make something illegal, it's sort of like an, an encouragement. Yeah, exactly. So it was like bigger and better than ever. <laughs> exactly. It was so great. It was a, it was a lot of fun. Maybe that's why the mayor did it. Yeah, just to, to be to give more. He's like, I think our fireworks need like we need to yeah, we need go to bigger this year. So yeah, yeah, let's make it illegal. What if I yeah totally forbid it? Then... <laughs> yeah, maybe so, maybe so. But it was yeah, it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful fireworks evening, and and got to bed late and. But it was it was great. So, so. I think it, it's important, like when you reach, there's certain milestones in our lives. New Year's Eve, yeah, and a new year, a new opportunity. We yeah. should celebrate. Yeah, you don't necessarily right. need fireworks. You definitely don't need necessarily to break the law. Yeah, but exactly <laughs> to celebrate something like that. Obviously, uh-huh. we have Christmas, we have Easter, we have our Catholic feast days. Yeah, but also New Year's is celebrating. God has given me another year. Yeah, and absolutely. Here we go. What am I going to yeah, do with it? Fresh, fresh new opportunities. You know, Which like, Brother Andrew and I are I going to introduce. A, That's right. Another TGIFF term, terminology. Copyright, please. And so all of the people that have 
faithful listen to our first podcast. I know that some of our terminology includes the Duke Great Hermeneutics. That's right. Also the Adventitious Adventations. And so this year, yeah. everyone, you know, we've, we've always heard news resolution. Right. And, and we, we all know so what that means. Resolution. That maybe oh it's just, gosh. yeah, resolution, like, oh yeah, last year I don't even remember what mine was because it usually lasts until maybe January. Yeah. January 3rd, 3rd 4th. 4th. <laughs> so we want to introduce this year, the New Year's Whisper. And we're going to explain exactly what that is. That means before we do the New Year's whisper, we're going to talk about Christmas. Exactly, because we just had an amazing Christmas celebration here in the seminary with 300 people, so it was just awesome. We had, um, well, one thing that was fun for me was, well, I, I was actually born on December 24th, and a lot of you sent, a lot of people uh, sent me congratulations, so thank you very much. So I was born on December 24th, and so every year, 19, 1990, 1990. So I'm, yeah, I turned 29. Last year. Oh, my gosh. And this year you're turning? 30. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'll be joining the, the 30-year-old club. <laughs> it's yeah. nice about it. So, but it was really cool because, like I mentioned before, like, I'm in charge of the music here in the seminary. So, um, on Christmas Eve morning, we had to practice music for, for, the, for the Christmas night mass, right? That we would have later in that night. And I knew, like, I knew, like, somebody would say something because... I know we get these emails in the seminary each week, you know, uh, please, you know, pray for this, these brothers because uh, they're celebrating a birthday or their baptismal anniversary or whatever. Yeah, that's, that's a thing that's interesting. I'd never heard about the, the baptismal anniversary until being a legionary. Oh, uh, yeah, I haven't. I haven't and that, that's another beautiful tradition. Yeah. You can add, I mean, why not add another party to your year? Exactly, yeah. Also party when you became officially adopted by yeah. God. God. Yeah. As his adopted son through baptism. Yeah. It's another anniversary. Remember. Anyways. Yeah. Anyway, what, what would be the point of of being alive? Were we not adopted by God? Yeah. Were we not children of God? Right. So so anyway, so I was uh, we had the song practice in the morning of my on my birthday on the twenty fourth, and as I got to the got to the auditorium where we where, we're, where Luke and I are sitting right now, we uh, started the started the song practice. You know. Prayer, etc. And then right after, at the very beginning, everybody just started singing "Happy Birthday." <laughs> it was so much fun. And then we have this screen behind us that I always use to project music, right, so that all the brothers can see what songs we're going to practice. And somebody just put like "Happy Birthday." And <laughs> it was just great. And I was just, I was just soaking it in. And, and I made a resolution, right? Or I made a whisper. Whisper. Right? <laughs> I made, a, I made a, made a resolution next year to always, or every year to always have song practice on my birthday. <laughs> and that would always have like 200 people saying exactly I, it was the most it was the most flooded birthday party I'd never be lonely again exactly <laughs> so that was fun that was that was that was fun on christmas christmas eve and all the and we also right. celebrated with those little mini uh, mince pies right ah yes that's right <laughs> we had some we had a yeah the first mince pie yeah one of my priest friends here his name is father samir he was uh he was on Shout a trip out. Yeah, exactly. He was on one of his... With, I think he's with uh, Queen Elizabeth right now, right? Yeah, or maybe, or or maybe he's with uh, Prime Minister or Trump or I don't know, one of those... One of those, uh, one of his buddies. One of his buddies, that's yeah. right, yeah. So um, so he, yeah, he brought some mince pies over from England and, and we, had a little, we had a little snack. So that was fun. You know? And hot chocolate. Yeah, it was good. But you also, um, you also had some Christmas events, I, right? So we, we do it each year. We try to organize a mission around Christmas, yep. a little before, a little after. So this year we did a couple days before Christmas. Okay. And what do I mean by mission? So we call it Street Faith. And if you have Instagram, check yeah. out uh, Street Faith. Street Faith RC or Street Faith, just Street Faith. Yeah. And what we do is we have a church in Rome. There's so many. If you've been to Rome, you know there's hundreds of churches, beautiful churches. Yes. All around, every corner you turn, there's another one. And so we talk to the different parish priests, mm -hmm. and it's really inspiring for me to see 
how they're so open to the idea. Yeah. So what we do is we have the church open late till 11, 11.30. Okay. And then we have different things going on around the church that attracts people's attention so that they come closer to the, to the entrance of the church. They right. talk to a brother. Yeah. And then they go inside for adoration. They're always invited to light one of those small candles. Yeah. Put it at the foot of the altar where they have the monstrance. That's such a great idea. Because it like gives them something to come into the church. Like, here's a candle. Come in and bring it in. That gives them something to, like... like they don't feel like they have to do something yeah, huge. Exactly. You know? and, and otherwise, it's like, well, what am I supposed to do when I get in there? Just right. light a candle. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh -huh. You know, be quiet. You Smart. Know, Ten yeah. seconds. And there's also priests there available for confession. And mm -hmm. sometimes the people aren't Catholic, so... We also have people just go and talk to a priest for a little while. Yeah. Uh, and and there's also brothers outside with these ma massive crosses okay. that you can see from a mile away with all these different colored post-its mm -hmm. nailed onto the cross. And those are people writing their intentions. Yeah. So someone that they want to pray for, a friend, family member that's sick or something. Yeah. And those are nailed to the cross and they're collected and we pray for those. Yeah. Here in the you know, basically for the next month, we have yeah. so many intentions, yeah. hundreds of intentions. They bring those adoration with us. We bring them to mass with us. Uh, we pray for them. And I really loved it because this year, because it's Christmas, we brought a, um, so other than playing rock music, yeah. Uh, and yeah, just enjoying ourselves outside to get more and more uh, attention on us. We also did, and to obviously bring them into church, is right. not about sure, us. Right, sure, sure, yeah, yeah. We, we brought around a little baby Jesus. Oh, really? And it was about a group of 30 okay. of us going through the, snaking through the streets of Trastevere, yeah. which is like little narrow roads, yeah. restaurants on both sides. It's a really cool part of Rome, yeah. And it comes it's alive beautiful. at that time of night, so it was perfect. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, and so with this baby Jesus, we run around with a brother who had a guitar, we had a microphone, and we're carrying on this kind of heavy amp, but we took okay. turns. And we sang, Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad. I and song. we did the bamba, which always gets a lot of uh, people excited. Oh, yeah, that's fun. And then, um, I love Spanish songs. Yeah, so, just, they're so much fun. Oh, Pestis en el Rio, which Brother Andrew <laughs> translated. That was so funny. Okay, sorry, I have to interrupt. <laughs> On Christmas Eve uh, night, so after we celebrated, you know, Vespers at the beginning of, beginning of Christmas, we all went to the dining room and we had this amazing dinner. And part of the dinners were always, we were singing a bunch of Christmas carols. So one, I got a group together. I think did you sing with us or no? You didn't have time. I didn't. Not yet. Yeah, yeah. You, were, I, so you were doing a two other, two other songs. Song. Yeah. So I got a group of brothers together and we sang this song in Spanish. It's called Los Peces en el Rio, the fishes in the river. Really. And everybody knows this song in Spanish, right? Because we have our seminaries full of Mexicans, full of Colombians, etc. It's, it's a Colombian song, and so everybody knows the lyrics in Spanish. So what did we do? We we sang it into literal English. We translated it. <laughs> it was so funny. And it's such a funny song because it's about like the fish in the fishes in the river, they drink in order to see God being born. <laughs> and so I, I don't know if you catch that logic behind there, Brother Luke. It's a little subtle. Oh, it's deep. Yeah, exactly. They drink in order to see God being born. So it was really fun. Anyways. And so, Brother Andrew, if we have any listeners who are offended by uh, their song being being uh, exactly. joked upon, what would you say to them? I would say translate English carols into Spanish and just have and just laugh at it. Oh, <laughs> it's so much fun. So so we did similar things. We sang Paces in a Rio, but yeah, in Spanish. For your missions. The original. Yeah. For the missions walking down the streets. And it brought so much joy. And and I was surprised because it seemed like the kids, the little kids are being pushed around their strollers were happy. Yeah. The parents pushing the kids around were happy. That's great. The waiters at the restaurants, you think, oh no, I don't want to uh, yeah. disturb because you know they have like peace and quiet. They right. get really into it. They're really excited about it. Right. It seemed like it was universally uh, a hit. Yeah. And it was really cool because it would always end with, Oh, holy night. Oh, that's beautiful. And then when it, the famous line, the fall on your knees. We'd actually get yeah. down on our knees 
and cool. and uh wait are you already in the church at this point or no you're no, so it, it was it was in random spots around trust okay Bay, okay but always leading back to the yeah. the church so then we get like this big group of people yeah. in front of the church and uh -huh. then we would say okay so we're seminarians yeah we are um here tonight doing this street faith mission sure and it's just a way of spreading the joy of Christmas. And I, That's great. I think people as well during certain times of the year, especially Christmas being one of them, yeah. they're more open to that grace. So it's a chance to, hey, let's take advantage and bring a little, bring yeah. Christ back into Christmas instead of right. saying happy holidays. Yeah. Like all say those, Merry all those Christmas. Phrases. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Because remember, Merry Christmas. what is December 25th all about? And yeah. why do we have Jesus? Yeah. yeah. It's not winter break. It's yeah. God who, and it's a, such a message yeah. of love yeah. that, and yeah. you can be able to connect to those people, take their prayer intentions. It was fantastic. That's awesome. You have, you have a great missionary heart, brother. That's yeah. awesome. I love it. That's Sometimes great. it's a little uncomfortable because it's like, I don't know how this person's going to react. Yeah, exactly. But you're, just like, but you're never going to see him again. Cross, you're never going to see him again. Yeah. So he's just like, just do it. You know? The Holy Spirit prepares those people. It's yeah. important before you do missions, to pray for the hate. Have faith. Lord, like, I'm praying for the people I'm going to come and contemplate yeah. and cross yeah, yeah, yeah. the path of this crazy mob of legionary right. brothers going around with Santa hats and jumping around. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy, but uh -huh. it was, That's great. Yeah, I think it is. That was like the Friday before Christmas? What it was, was it, or Saturday? Yeah, I, I remember it being the 23rd. It must have been, I don't know what day that was. Okay, okay. But a lot of people out in February and a lot of people got That's evangelized. Great. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it was, yeah, so it's been a busy Christmas time here in the seminary. And besides all the masses and all that we've had and all the missions and everything. In the midst of all activity, Melinda, did you. Of course, like we had moments of prayer because we, like, yeah, you have to like really, yeah, it gets really intense. You have to like be intentional about finding a yeah. time to silence because otherwise, yeah. Did you have any lights you wanted to share, yeah, possibly with, uh, yeah? So one thing that I thought about was it's sort of like an idea that I've that I've thought about before. That well, Jesus came two thousand years ago, right? We all know that, and and he's gone. He's not here anymore. He's in heaven physically. So, but he, it's an idea that we've all heard, like, we need to be the arms of Jesus, we need to be the, the legs, we need to be his voice, etc. And I've found a lot of light from the idea that we need to be Jesus for other people. Hmm. So it's not an original idea, it's not, it's not my idea, um, but it's an idea that I thought about more during, during Christmas, because what did Mary do? Mary brought Jesus to the world, and, um, well, today's January 1st, we're celebrating the feast day of... Mary, Mother of God, and Theotokos. The Theotokos. You always have to throw in a Greek word. Exactly, right? yeah, Theotokos. <laughs> and she, um, so she brought Jesus into the world, and and that would be beautiful if we did the same thing. It would just be beautiful, and and the way we can do that is is just by I don't know I don't know how to say it like just just being Jesus for other people, um, being his his gaze, being his his ears, um, just just doing our best to, to be him. Um, because there's no other season, there's no other event in the year about, besides Christmas. There's no other event that has generated so much uh, harmonious spirit in humanity. Hmm. There's no other event. There's no other uh, thing. There's no other. There's no. There's nothing else that's that's caused so much. For instance, beautiful music. There's there's no other moment of the year where there's so there's such a variety of Christmas songs and carols and. And, and bells and, and whistles. And then just all the decorations that go up, the lights. Like right. when you, I see Christmas lights or I see a Christmas tree or any yeah. of those symbols, like a wreath, yeah. you're just, you're happier. Yeah. Because like you realize that there's there's something behind that. There's there's love, union, family. Right. Uh, I mean, obviously, then the Christian message of Savior. Right. Redemption. Right. And the humility of our infinitely powerful God. Yeah, exactly. That comes in a manger. Yeah. 
Um, it's so powerful. And I think, I don't, do you, you probably remember, I can't remember if it's in World War I or World War II. I can't remember what it was. But it was on Christmas Day during one of those world, two world wars. Ah, were both army stops. Yeah, I think it was it was the Germans and maybe the Americans or some other Germans and one of the Allies. They all stopped. It was it was around midnight. Ceasefire for and they sang Silent Night. Yeah, I can't remember which world which world war it was. But for Stille Nacht. Yeah, Stille, it was the uh, Germans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's nothing else like Christmas that inspires so much depth and harmony and peace. Yeah, and it's got to do. With, it's got to do with the incarnation. Yeah. And that's that's the message that too, like doing missions and also, as you're talking, I remember we, we did a churchathon as well. Okay. And that yeah. was on the 23rd. So I can't remember the mission. Oh, yeah. It was maybe okay. the 22nd. I don't okay. Know. But the, the churchathon was just visiting various churches, praying for people's intentions. Yeah. So thank you for all those that sent in intentions because it makes it much more meaningful for us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, I mean, it was beautiful walking around Rome. We did, we did the Christmas carols. Yeah. Uh, but just, it was, it was all a real, it was a real pilgrimage for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we ended up, the last church we went to was yeah. Mary Majors. Oh, beautiful. Where they, tradition has it that we have the crib, the actual yeah, sure, major sure. Uh-huh. of Christ. And so to be reminded that God came mm-hmm. in such a human way, in such mm-hmm. a, a tangible way that you, I can touch. Yeah. And he wants to come into the rea- like my reality. One of my lights was in every aspect of my reality. Like sometimes I think, oh, like God is part of my reality when I'm, and it's Sunday morning I'm at church. Yeah. But he's also part of the reality of when I when I feel weak, mm-hmm. when I I just criticize someone. I was being I was mm-hmm. complaining about something. Yeah, I don't feel good. I'm kind of sick today. Bogged I have down. a headache. Bogged yeah. down. Yeah, mm-hmm. in my family life that maybe has its ups and downs and its moments of tension. Right. Like Christ came into all of that. Right. Yeah. And he went. He comes to all he's people. The angels yeah. say to shepherds, "Great news for all people." Yeah. So there's no one excluded from Christmas. And so I think it's exactly what you're saying that, like, there's. Maybe no other day. Like you're right. There's no other celebration and event mm-hmm. that we remember mm-hmm. that brings the entire world world yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole universe, even if there's other intelligent beings. Exactly. Maybe they... Yeah. Subject. The matter for for, for another a episode. <laughs> exactly. I have to read up on because I know nothing about it. But okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but yeah. So Christmas. So yeah, Christmas has really been a really busy time, and that's just that's just a, a little snippet of of what's been going on here. But to get to the real meat and potatoes of today's episode, right, Brother Luke? Yes. It is for our New Year's Whisper. So what does that mean? But Andrew, explain to us. What is, what is a New Year's Whisper? What is a New Year's Whisper? Okay, well, like Brother Luke said at the beginning, we've all heard of resolutions, right? And that's a word that inspires a lot of boredom. Boredom and also just frustration from the very from the get-go exactly and frustration boredom and if it like, motivates anyone listening to this podcast yeah. stay motivated please stay motivated yeah but this is <laughs> this is just another spin for those of us that maybe Need are sick help. of trying and yeah. resolving to do something and then yeah. we fail really early on and then exactly. we get discouraged and then yeah there's a new take so the new year's whisper new year's whisper so the new year's whisper for luke uh, as we know has three characteristics of course. okay there's three characteristics of the new year's whisper the first one is the signs of the times. Okay. The second one is what is my role? In mission. The, what is my mission in the signs of the times? And then the third one is how can I persevere in my mission? So signs of the times, what's my mission and how can I persevere in it? So carrying that whisper in my heart with me. Exactly. Yeah. It comes to, to the ear. And we'll talk about that. And it stays in. It doesn't go out the other. It doesn't go out the other. <laughs> it stays in our heart. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about those three aspects. I like that. Okay. Yeah. So okay. the first one that we want, kind of want to, uh, uh, I don't want to say tear apart, but we kind of want to like handle 
is the signs of the times. What does it, we've all heard that expression, signs of the times, signs of the times. What is that? When you hear signs of the times, what does that, what does that mean? So we heard it yesterday because we had our, our retreat with I Father am. Alex Young. Great. Great priest. Thank you, Father Alex, yeah. if you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. Thank you very much. And I, I really appreciate it. I don't have to write him a note or email yeah. or something. Yeah. We always end the year um, with a retreat day. And he said, you know, brothers, it's very countercultural what we're doing because you have one more day of 2019. Yeah. And maybe the temptation could be to do something really exciting and thrilling and yeah. pack in all the fun you can. Yeah. He said, we spend it in silence and we do it every year. So I knew, I knew that was coming, but yeah. it helped me understand. And he, he gave us a talk about, okay, our new year's resolutions to not just resolve to like go on a diet, read four books. Yeah. Yeah. Self-improvement for my own sake. Right. So that I'm a happier, healthier right. brother Luke in 2020. Yeah. But to first look at like what brother Andrew said for the new year's the characters are signs of the times. Looking around me at the world today, where what's the state of the world right now? What's the yeah. state of uh, the workplace, the family, yeah. the society, yeah, culture. politics, yeah. culture, yeah. Um, the intellectual sphere, like every all these different um, yeah. components of reality. Yeah, they yeah. have mm-hmm. they have a certain way of that they are today in, in 2020. Mm-hmm. And so the first thing is to kind of read to yeah. find a way to read what that is. And and he gave a few characteristics. He talked about the world's being secular. Right. He also talked about, I mean, unfortunately, but I think it's true, is yeah. that the church maybe is, has an unprecedented lack of credibility right now. Yeah, and sure. I understand that with the, yeah. like the unfortunately, the scandals and then other yeah. the con- confusion that's out there yeah. uh, generated from like, just yeah. different different people's questions that maybe aren't, don't seem to be answered. And, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and so like the first thing for all of us when we come up this year, we're trying to figure out what is the New Year's whisper. What is right. the, uh-huh. what are the signs of time telling me, whispering in my ear? Yeah, exactly. It would be okay. Look at the state of the world on a global scale, in the big big picture. Yeah. And then also in my family life, in yeah. my mm-hmm. or with us in our community of legionaries of Christ. Right. Uh, at school, at work. Yeah. Where? How are things? Yeah. That's exactly. what I would say. Yeah, yeah. Everything to add. And we shouldn't. Yeah, I would say, and we can't. I mean, it's it's a great thing to want to lose you know, 10 pounds or 20 pounds, or it's a great thing to want to, you know, this year I want to read more this year. I want I'm gonna to learn piano and I'm going to, yeah, exactly. Do a concerto for like 200 people in December. I'm going to be playing the Philharmonic and what's, <laughs> what's the, what, the Carnegie hall, the Carnegie right? hall, New York. Yeah. 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 So those are great, but yeah, but we need to pick, um, goals that are intelligent that have to, that sort of interlock that interweave with, reality as it is yeah um it doesn't it's not to not to you know lay aside like other worthy goals for self-improvement but the thing is um we have such a tendency today i know i notice it in myself especially to want to improve ourselves to want to improve myself like i want to improve i want to get better i want to be stronger i want to like i want to be smarter i want to look better i want to be faster etc so it's those are good things but in the end of the day it's like i'm focusing a lot on myself um, and that can't be the, the, the end goal has to be, well, what can I, if, if I'm going to improve myself in some, some way, how can I use that for other people? Yeah. How can I, what can I contribute to the world around me? Because that's the only thing that's going to, that's going to fill my heart. You see the time and time again with, with people who are famous, who have everything, who, I don't know, who are famous actors, or they, they get addicted to drugs, they're, they just, they're just laying around with these people, and they're just so unhappy. And you can say maybe th- those are people that accomplished their resolutions because yeah. I, wanted to, I wanted to achieve this goal, but maybe it was very self-centered. Right. And we know that just 
So an example, we went to a CC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just two uh, days, two days ago. Christmas. Yeah, two days after. Two days after Christmas. Christmas yeah. As a community, so about 80, 90 of us hopped on a bus, drove up to a CC. Yeah. And then in a CC, people just kind of did different things. Various churches. I went and visited um, the forest where uh, Saint Francis mm -hmm. before and then during, as he was beginning the Franciscan order and everything. Yeah. Would go and just find silence outside of the city. He would just right. go and and try to hear the whisper. Yeah. Whisper. Exactly. And. But I was very motivated because he saw the signs of the times. God was able to whisper to him and speak to him. Right. It was a time, you know, the, the 1200s, right? Mm -hmm. Late 1100s, right. 1200s, yeah. 13th century, uh, where the church still had a very different uh, image than it does today. Mm -hmm. Where it was, you know, you're, you were a bishop and you're also in politics and you came from a rich family. Yeah. There was a lot of um, stuff happening that worldly, wasn't... It was like worldly. Worldliness, yeah. like pomp yeah. and luxury and things. Right. And those signs of times were, okay, the Catholic, Catholic Church is maybe losing, in this mm -hmm. aspect, a little bit of its essence, the, the gospel message. Yeah. So St. Francis, faithful to that whisper, yeah, that he says, heard. I'm going to do something. We yeah. know that he decided yeah. to strip down his his rich vestments in public. That's right, yeah. And and go around barefoot, yeah. begging, and just you know relying yeah. on the providence of God. And one of my, my big uh, takeaways from this year's trip, because I've been to CC a couple times. Uh-huh. And I, I love Assisi, yeah, it's, and it's, it's amazing. It's unanimous. I think everyone yeah, has always has a positive, positive yeah. experience. Uh, was thinking, I've always thought of him as someone that like sacrificed a lot and was poor. And I was like, man, I'd be so tough to be a Franciscan because yeah, like they just yeah, he used to sleep with a rock in, in, in caves. One time, his own Franciscan brothers threw him out in the snow, and he slept outside the oh, snow. Really? I yeah, didn't know that. Okay. and very yeah, just extreme extreme conditions of, uh -huh. of life that were tough. And for some reason this year, thanks be to God, I had this this grace to understand the motivation behind, I, at least from my perspective, uh -huh. that it was it was just a passionate love that he had for Christ. Because if he was just living this extreme poverty, uh -huh. I, he wouldn't have attracted people. But by the end of his life, he already had thousands of Franciscans right. following him. So what was it attracting him was that he had a, a mission, a purpose. It was responding to a need. Mm -hmm. And he and he he put his whole heart into it. Right, right, yeah. And so that's actually really attractive because in the end we don't need more than God. And so he lived his whole life. Poverty wasn't something that was sad, and he went around complaining like, and like mm -hmm. his stomach growling mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and just like tattered clothing. No, poverty for him meant I relied completely on you, Lord. Mm -hmm. I love you. I know you love me, and you're going to care for me and guide me. That's amazing. So, that's an amazing faith. And so I yeah. now my life is in your hands, a hundred percent. Yeah. And we can say that, but then we kind of cling to our things. Right. And so the signs of the times. Yeah, but yeah, he was perceptive to the reality around him. And I, and I, I it was really cool. I, I was so blessed on the same hike day in Assisi. I, I went to this church called uh, St. Damien, San Damiano, where Francis heard the cross speaking to him. Francis, rebuild my church. Francis, rebuild my church. He heard it there. And I got to, I got, to, I went there and I prayed my rosary there. There were several pilgrims walking through and, and praying as well. And and in order to, for Francis, in order to be perceptive, he had to be silent. How how would God? How would have he? How would he have heard God's voice if he didn't consciously decide to be quiet? You know, and 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 the the sort of well, it's the Assisi is a stunningly beautiful place yes. as well. So it's sort of it sort of invites you to to that atmosphere of being silent and but and he, beautiful views too. I, I like thinking that he had that same views. He had those same just panoramic right. views of the the valley. Yeah, it's incredible, and that's why he you know 
part of why he wrote those songs of how creation right. praises yeah. God by its, with its beauty and its harmony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and all this, all this, Pope Francis is bringing back into our, to our reflection. Yeah. yeah, it's really, it's really beautiful. And um, and what was I going to say? Sorry, um, I kind of cut you off there. So you're praying yeah. your rosary. He's praying pilgrims rosary. Coming pilgrims coming through. And so he, Francis was perceptive to to the needs that were that were that the church had at that at that time, and he had to be quiet to hear that. Yes. And I mean, we all remember the passage in um, I think it's Elijah who's hearing in the, he's in the Bible. Yep. And he's he's in, in Mount, he's on Mount Carmel. He's in a cave, and you know you hear the everybody remembers you know you hear the wind the big this big rushing wind, and and then he didn't hear anything, and then this big fire, and then and then lightning and a hurricane, and then all of a sudden there was whispering a sound, right? was God speaking to him and so so our resolution the type of resolution that we propose is not just okay I'm gonna lose 20 pounds it's look at the look at your life look at look at the needs around you look at the needs of your family look at the needs of your co-workers the church the society around you what can you do and that leads into the second aspect of the new year's Whisper. That's right. If you're not tired of that, already. <laughs> <laughs> how could you? How could you? So the the second aspect uh, is mission. Yeah. And so once you've kind of perceived, okay, here are a few things lacking in society, and right. there are many aspects. Now the second part is, okay, what can I do? Discerning again, you know, looking at my mm-hmm. my specific yeah. role in this, my talents, my uh-huh. skills, my yeah. what am I passionate about? Even what are my weaknesses? Because I can also also play into it. Uh, but I'm called to understand like this aspect of mission is that I'm called and invited by God yeah. to really make a difference. Yeah. I saw with a few other brothers a documentary on Scientology. Okay, cool. And I don't know anything about it, and so I was interested uh-huh. in him, and they they were also interested. The only thing I know about it is Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> John Travolta, <laughs> a, a lot of well? celebrities. Okay. Uh, it attracted a lot of celebrities. The the okay. founder Hubbard. It was an HBO documentary, pretty well done. It's I mean scary the. It's probably on YouTube, right? If somebody wants to watch it. Yeah, it was it was kind of hard to find, but okay. we ended up finding finding a way to like an account or something. But uh-huh. the the founder of it had ulterior motives, obviously. And, right. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard a little bit about him. I mean, in, shady character. At least in the beginning, it's just kind of getting to know yourself, and so a lot of people had it helped them to like relax, think about themselves, process their yeah. life experiences. Mm-hmm. So that part like, he kind of took from like. Freudian psychology and things and stuff. Okay. But then it gets really weird with like space aliens and like oh, really? these things, Thetans and all these things. But there was a line that Tom Cruise said that I think applies to our, our New Year's whisper yeah. and this aspect of mission because he goes up on this podium and it's in the documentary and he said, the world is, is falling apart and uh, when you look around you, uh, like things are just chaotic and someone needs to put their foot down and make a change, and I'm totally paraphrasing. Yeah. But he says, and the question that people are going to ask in 100 years is, what did the people do today? Uh-huh. They're going to look back, and this is our moment, everybody, and we have to make, and you know, my decisions, my actions do make a difference. And you get someone riled up, and it's obviously it's Tom Cruise too, so that helps. Yeah. Um, he's got like a great presence. <laughs> yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. and, and he's famous. So, yeah. so the the idea of me really making a difference. Can help us when we come up with our New Year's resolution, our New Year's listening to this New Year's whisper, right? Because it's bigger than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, we just saw Brother Angel and I both saw the movie the uh, Joker, yeah, the Joker, which yeah. is Joker. Yeah, don't recommend it for for, for the kids little, for and the little kids. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough movie to watch, but like, yeah. what did you? Yeah. Um, so I, the big lesson that I got out of that movie, the movie just came out like four months ago, I think August 
I was here in Italy August last year, 2019, last year. <laughs> last year. And the one thing I, if you're not familiar with the story, with the storyline, it's basically the movie is is a sort of proposal of what could be the background story to the Joker. I took it from a comic book, I guess. Uh, right. Yeah. So like, but it's a, it's there's nothing written about like the background, like how the Joker came to be the Joker. There's nothing. There's nothing written down like about how that happened in the Batman series, right? So there's different movies like that pr propose like what happened. So this movie um, shows the, the what I got out of it was the Joker became who he was because he didn't receive any love, zero love. He didn't have a father. His mother, he, who he discovers later in life, actually adopted him and mistreated him. Um, nobody, his, his coworkers, don't care. They don't care. Yeah, he even got betrayed by one that he thought was he his friend. He got betrayed by one of the coworkers, right? And uh, and he's he's living in well, in Gotham City, like it's sort of falling into ruin, and people, it's nobody cares about him at all. Yeah. Even even the even the social worker, there are two social workers that he talks to in the movie, and they're just basically just doing their job. Functionaries, exactly. Just, so yeah. nobody nobody cares about him at all. This this suffering man who's never received any love, and that's the only thing that he wants. That's the only thing he wants. He, he and one of the main things that he wants is a dad. He wants. He doesn't have a dad. And for me, that was that was one of the hardest things to to, to see that he didn't have a dad. He doesn't have a dad. Um, and so, what what I sort of got, like? What's my role in this? Like, how how can a society uh, sort of create somebody like this? Hmm. And that that ha that happens not because of. A governmental program, or because we don't have enough food stamps, or because whatever I don't know some some big reason that everybody's yeah talking about this major political scale or economic scale right thing. it's because the concrete people that he met in his life were not there for him yeah they didn't listen to him they didn't they they were too uh, sort of enmeshed in their own little world that they weren't able to step outside of themselves and see this guy who's suffering. Yeah, and and for me it's like, well, how can I? How can I? Like, there's, there's a really cool story about um, uh, times times ticking here, but I'll tell it really fast. Yeah. There's a really cool story about uh, Stalin. When he was a little kid, he was an altar boy, and one day at mass, he was he was going to be an altar altar boy. He was he was um, serving mass for the bishop, somewhere there in in, in Russia. Like and, a huge honor. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and I don't know how yeah. old he was. He's probably like a teenager, and so he was going up to, you know, to pour the wine or to, to offer the wine to the bishop so he could pour the wine into the chalice uh, before before the Eucharistic sacrifice, and and he dropped the cruet hmm. on the cathedral floor, and there's no louder sound than breaking glass in front of a bishop in the cathedral. Oof. And so, how, how did the bishop react? He scolded him. And he just said, you know, don't come back. You know, how could you do that? You know, he was just totally unfatherly. Hmm. And I'm not saying that because of that, you yeah, know, there's always free will. Right, always exactly. Each person's, yeah. but, but there's, there's, you know, a certain chain of events yeah. that happen in our lives that, that give us, that, that make things difficult for us. Yeah. And so for me, seeing this movie, The Joker, like just led to an extreme, made me think, I need, I need to love the concrete people in front of me. I, I, I would never want anybody to go through that. Yeah. So my role in this, like the signs of the times, like today, with so much people who, who are, are actually missing father figures or families are, are just broken, um, 
and they're not receiving this love, my role is to to do my best to love the people that, that I meet with in my life. Yeah. And to make sure that as much as far as I possibly can, I'm I'm Jesus for them. Yeah. I think also that uh, there's another line of movie where he I think it was talking to a social worker uh-huh. and he said, you know, for a long time this is a, a joker again, but for a long time I thought I doubted that I even existed. Mm-hmm. But now I know that I exist. And he was talking about yeah. he had just uh, committed murder yeah. and went with his clown mask on because he was, you know, as right. in his profession as a clown. And all of a sudden that became a symbol for all this society, this lower society that wanted to mm-hmm. uh, anarchy yeah, right. and subvert. take over, yeah, subvert. Yeah. Um, and we're against the rich. And he becomes a symbol and that gives him like this new life. And I think in a very... Almost like the opposite or the exact right. 180 degrees. There's a, certain, there's a certain value in that, like what the a feeling. Yeah. yeah, like you're part of something bigger. It's right. not just me. I'm isolated. It's yeah. my New Year's resolution. It's just me against yeah. chocolate cake or me against yeah. <laughs> my laziness. Or but it's exactly. no. It's my role in society. My mission in society. Yeah. yeah. And also, right now in in Rome, there's a big convention of ECYD young boys uh, yes. and girls uh-huh. that are here. Uh, they're meeting, talking about the mission of Random Christie. But for youth, it's called ECYD. Right. For those of you who don't know what Random Christie is, it's sort of like our big spiritual family that the Legionaries are part of. Yeah. And, it, and, yeah. E- and ECYD is like, a, is like for, for younger people. Yeah. So until you're 16, starting like around 10-ish. Yeah. Um, and so they've, they've taken on these programs, but they've, they've also decided they've all flown to Rome from North America, South America, different countries in Europe. Um, and they're here exactly like talking about what's our mission in life. And these are, mm-hmm. these are teenagers. Mm-hmm. And, and super inspiring for me to see. Yeah, they're they're all excited. I got to meet some of them the other day from Italy. Um, but and even, one, even one of our own from DC. Like yeah, like Matthew Block. Matthew Block is yeah. here. Yeah. I know another one from the US as well, Luke Cell. And um, but yeah, they're they're young people that are they're on fire because they realize I'm part of something bigger. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so if we can do that, for and our, we need that we, psychologically. We need to be a part of a group. Yeah, we're human. We need. That's we need, how God made us. Yeah, yes. exactly. We need. We're not. We're not on our own. So, so my role in that is mission. So you hear the signs of the times, you look around, you analyze it, and you see afterwards, what's my role in this? And then the last step in our New Year's whisper is how in the world am I supposed to persevere? Because yes. it, it gets hard. It's tough. It's, it's really hard. And Father, you, you were saying, Father Alex, yes. in the retreat yesterday, he mentioned something about so, that. So Father Alex invited all of us bros, and so I'm inviting anyone that's listening to make a 2020 New Year's logo. <laughs> Suddenly, such a, such a brother Luke idea. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I already made mine. Uh-huh. And yeah, I'll, I'll explain real quick. But you draw really is. well, so that's, that's, that's a plus. <laughs> so I want to I make it better because I just scribbled it. But I drew a line. Uh-huh. Uh, and he said you have to include the cross. So I drew a line. On top of the line, it was like diagonal. I drew, I, I wrote 2020. Yeah. All right. Above the 2020, I put the cross. Okay. Because it has to be there, but I'll explain why too. And on the other side of the line is a footprint. Ah. And that for me was, okay, so I was thinking, um, it would be great if God just gave me a whole list of things he wants me to do in 2020. Like, mm-hmm. I want you to talk to this person, I want you to record a podcast, because mm-hmm. then it could just be a checklist, and then from that point on, I'm independent and I have control. Yeah. And we all sort of want that. Yeah. What we don't want is God to just kind of leave us to, yeah, to, uh, yeah, to kind of follow him day by day, because then it's like, it's, there's out. risk. Yeah. And, there's, and yeah. so... This 2020 is going to be all about me leaving my comfort zone. So, like, stepping across that line, wow. like, that limit, that it says just play it safe. Yeah. You know, like, do what you have to do, and then if the kind of things come up outside of your schedule, yeah. uh, you know, um, watch out. Because that, for me, and this is just, like, a personal thing, is yeah. 
for me, a lack of love. That's uh-huh. a lack of, uh, of trusting God. Yeah. If it was someone crossing my path that um, am I flexible enough to change my plans? I don't know. Yeah. So this year uh, is taking risks, leaving my comfort zone, yeah. no longer playing it safe. So that footprint yeah. is a symbol for me that I've already crossed that line. Wow. Of okay. like the threshold of love that's where cool. I said, I'm going to love up until this up point until this, yeah. uh-huh. is going beyond that. And so that's going to motivate me, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll let you all know how that's it goes. That's cool, yeah. You know, it goes with the interview. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'll have to dig deeper in this idea. That's cool. But yeah, some type of logo based on what we've talked about that yeah. can sort of sum up. Sum up, yeah, exactly, your, your New Year's whisper. And... And that's, that's sort of like a really deep spiritual motiva- motivation that can help you persevere yeah. through, through these goals that you have. And it's um, not going to be easy. That's why Father Alex mentioned the cross. Right. That's right. The cross. And there's such a, there's like a, the cross is scary, but it's also, there's something that's attractive about it. Like a, there's like a power in it. That's sort of like a magnet. Like, like we know, we know it's true, hmm. but we're afraid of it. We're scared of it. It's, but we, we just, we know this is how reality is structured like we have to accept like if, if we want if we want the freedom and the love that that we all seek we have to follow the path of our lord mm. well, so it, was, it was very interesting he mentioned yesterday uh you know january 1st 2020 a.d anno domini uh-huh yeah i thought that was that's very interesting because we almost forget that we did we write it right. sometimes like yeah you know in BC, academic BC, papers we always write BC, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. um but AD is not just 2020, like another year, but it's the year of the Lord, yeah. right? The 2000 year of grace and 20th yeah. year of the Lord. Uh-huh. So like, it's also like put it in that, that context of the crosses and the difficulties that are going to come. Yeah. You know, we're making news resolutions and it means it's not going to be easy. Right. You know, because it's something that we want mm-hmm. with the grace of God to achieve and to overcome, you know, sort right. of mm-hmm. laziness or um, pride or selfishness. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to realize that that cross is he's always going to give me the grace to yeah. be able to carry it. Yeah. And so there's no use in me worrying like, oh, but in a month, what if something happens and like yeah. with cool. this person? Yeah, that isn't, that just, that thinking like that just takes away your energy and makes you worried. Yeah. It's like, it's it's hard not to think about that because those thoughts come to all of us and we all, we all have to deal with them. But we should just, we need to like say stop. Like we say stop to that part of us. Like, no, how many, how many times did Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem? And how many attempts, like even Peter went up to him and said, Lord, you know, this is never going to happen to you. And, and Jesus was like, dude, like an about face, like get behind me, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Like he knew, like, no, I need to do this. Yeah. And so I think we, we need to, if it, we draw the strength from him, we, we can persevere through our New Year's whisper, our New Year's resolution, if we, if we look at the cross. Yeah. If we look at the cross. Um, maybe one little practical thing that could help. One thing that I do before I go to bed every night is uh, when, I, when I profess my first vows uh, 10 years ago. I received, a, well, Ruth, Luke, and I, we both received a cross, right? And I have that cross. I put it on my, uh, on my, on my pillow. Me too. I started doing that. Every, 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 in the morning, I make my bed, and I put it on my pillow. Um, and then before I go to bed at night, I always, I always look at it. I kneel down on the kneeler in my room, and I look at the cross, and then I kiss, I kiss his feet on the cross. Mm-hmm. And it's always, it also, it's always a reminder for me of, look at how much he, he gave you, and look at how much, like, like I want to, I want to imitate him. And so I think that it gives me strength because, and I get, I get nervous about the future and like my, my whisper, like my, my own whispers and resolutions and things I need to do, but it's like, it can be overwhelming for us, but we just look at him and like, and like you were saying, like you've already crossed the line, but you know, just, just keep going, walk with him and, and, you know, just, just keep going. So there's so much we could keep talking about. But that's the New Year's whisper. So uh, we invite all of you to have your ears. 
yeah. open. Ears open. Year 2020, and, and right. try to listen. Okay, what is that whisper for me? Because yeah. it's gonna be different. Right. Exactly. For each person. Right. Uh, but it's exciting because it brings you into the bigger picture. You have a mission, and right. you really each of us does. And you can persevere in it. It's it's a huge thing, but it's you can do it. Yeah. We we can do it. Why can't Why can't we do it? We can. So. Um, let's pray for each other let's right. uh, do those logos if you're inspired exactly. like I was yeah. by that idea of Father Alex uh, send in your logos to our Facebook page exactly uh, we'll have a share, raffle. share this podcast with your <laughs> friends it's going to be again on YouTube that's right if our recording is working as we speak hopefully it does and uh, yeah 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 exactly and uh, yeah so we will we'll reconvene um, next month right next first Friday next first Friday in February to and talk about the Legionary General chapter that's right he'll be coming up yeah be hopefully in the midst of exams and doing very well in our exams. Exactly. Oof, I have a big I have a big exam. I have an hour long oral exam. Yeah. So we're gonna be studying <laughs> on Valentine's Day of all days. How romantic. Exactly. So um so good. It was great talking to you all you guys. And remember the Dunque hermeneutic, right? What are which ties in perfectly to our whisper. Like what is God saying in the events around your life? So things that have happened to me, what can I learn from that? How exactly. can I grow because of that? Yeah, we don't just do it. We, we Dunque. Peace right. out. God bless. God bless. Oh yeah.